Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots Bay Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development pull-up chair while I take a deeper dive into the concern for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Leaper and Roster Manipulation and ask me questions if I was confusing. Today's podcast is kind of a hangover from the other one from tonight. I want to talk about Ben Leeper, and I want to talk about the importance of roster manipulation. Now, there are quite a few different types of baseball fans. I was going to say two, but there's a whole bunch of different types. Some baseball fans are aware of the intricacies of the 40-man roster. And then there's the other 97% of baseball fans. Most people really don't even remotely care about the 40-man roster rules, roster manipulation, don't care about any of that kind of stuff. But for those of us who do, that's basically why we're following the game. It's ba- the entire concept of there are specific rules, there are specific rewards for doing things, there are specific punishments for doing things, and what is the optimal way in your present condition to get to the place where you want to be, where you need to be, to be longer term successful. That to me is the entertaining stuff. The actual ball games, not really so entertaining. The important thing to me is what are the things that can be done to upgrade the pipeline in, oh, let's say the next two days, two weeks, and two months. Two days, two weeks, and two months. What are the best ways that things can be done to upgrade stuff in the short term, mid term, long term, and very long term. What are things that can be done? One thing that's rather important to realize, and until you get to this point, until you get to this point, there's going to be a whole lot of things that are completely lost on you. Completely lost on you. One of the things about baseball that happens that, goodness gracious sakes alive, do I even want to... Baseball is a slump and hot streak sport. Baseball is a slump and hot streak sport. Part of this is because you're playing every day. You're playing every day, or almost every day. So if a player has for instance, a 17-game hitting streak. That looks, that sounds really impressive. 17-game hitting streak. Get even higher than that. 32-game hitting streak. This guy has RBIs in five straight games. I think that's Seiyu Suzuki, right? He has RBIs in five straight. Maybe it's six straight, but it's... He's doing really well. Um, Whereas in football... If a person has 
a really good game on one Sunday, and then they have another good game on the next Sunday. It looks like it's a really hot streak, but really it's two games. Now, the question is the hangover effect. Do you include the hot streak back to the day bef the day after the preceding game? So let's say it's a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Team plays on Sunday. Guy has a middling, horrible week. Then on the 14th, he has a good game. On the 21st, he has a good game. So now how long is this hot streak? Is this hot streak eight days? Is this hot streak 14 days? Is this hot streak 22 days? Because if you're going to include all the way out to the preceding game and all the way up to the next game, then 22-game streak of being really good, yeah, that looks really, you know, that's very impressive. But um, And then if he has a middling game, well, there goes that hot streak. But in baseball, you're playing basically every day. You have to produce every day for it to look like a really long, really good, really effective long streak. But the reality is, with a lot of players, they do well, and then shortly thereafter, they do kind of crappy. Because that's how baseball works. You have a hot streak, then you have a cold streak. You do well, and then you do poorly. You sizzle. And then you slump. That's the way baseball goes. The sooner you realize that, the better off you are. Because the sooner you realize that, the less likely you are to go over the edge regarding a player who's doing really well or a player who's doing really poorly. So let's talk about Ben Leeper. Last year, Ben Leeper started the season in AA Tennessee. Did very well there was promoted to Iowa, did really well there. Toward the end of the season, the Cubs kind of dialed it back with Leaper. And the last month, month and a half of the season, he barely pitched at all. He wasn't injured, injured. They were just dialing him back. They didn't want to overuse him in a season that really was incidental. So the Cubs dialed him back, and he didn't pitch down the stretch at all much. There are a number of people who are saying, well, he should have been called up to the major leagues and put on the major league roster because he was doing better than some of the other players who were on the major league roster, so you should have called him up. Okay, let's say they did that. Let's imagine they did that hypothetically. Then over the entire offseason, he's taking up a 40-man roster spot. During the entire lockout, he's prevented from doing anything. Cannot talk with the coaches. Cannot talk with the executives. Cannot talk with the training staff. Cannot attend the early spring training. See how sometimes there's a blowback for doing something? So now, if Ben Leeper had been needlessly added to the 40-man roster. So far this year, his velocity is down a little bit. It seems like his location is off a little bit. And he's getting hit harder this year than he did last year. Which isn't to say he's a terrible pitcher. What it's saying is, last year he had a whole lot of hot streaks all thrown together. And this year, 
he's kind of struggling at the start. That doesn't mean he's a horrible pitcher. What it means is right now, if there absolutely were somebody to get called up from AAA to the major leagues, it probably wouldn't be Ben Leeper, especially since it would require an, an additional 40-man roster move, which if you're going to be talking about which maneuvers, which roster manipulations make the most sense, you'd better talk about the 40-man roster because that is part and parcel of the entire concept. Ben Leeper is not on the 40-man roster. He should not be. There's no reason he should be on the 40-man roster right now. Right now, if there were someone to get called up, it would probably be Manny Rodriguez because he's already on the 40-man roster. And yes, a player already being on the 40-man roster is a huge portion of the decision as far as which players should get called up if anyone is to get called up because I don't know if you've ever heard this before or not, but baseball is a very slump and streak sport. It's pointless to call up a player who's having a good three or four weeks in AAA and expect him to necessarily dominate at the major league level. If you are thinking that, you are going to be sadly mistaken much of your life. Somebody was complaining a couple days ago about how Ian Happ, I'm just really not sold on him. He, he really hasn't done that much. He, he hasn't done that well. Not with the Cubs. I said, well, over his was it five major league seasons, he's had... Let me see, was it 18, 19, 20, 21? Over his four major league seasons, Fangraphs has him worth $10 million in each of those four seasons. If you're going to say a player who has four successive seasons of being worth $10 million or more when he hasn't been making very much at all in any of those seasons, and if you're saying, no, I expect more than that from him, you're probably sadly mistaken on your expectations. You can expect every single player in the universe to be Mike Trout, but that doesn't mean he's going to be. Ian Happ is who Ian Happ is. If you are expecting him every single gosh darn year to be second ballot Hall of Famer good, I don't know on what you're basing that. What you ought to do, my opinion, is start to realize quite a few players are going to struggle, then do well, then struggle, then do okay, then struggle, then do really well, then struggle a bit, then do okay for a while, then get really hot, then get really cold for a while. Because that's what baseball's about. Players are hot and cold, sometimes both at the same time. With baseball, managing the 40-man roster is how you get better. Managing the 40-man roster is part and parcel of upgrading an organization. When it is logical, not emotional, logical 
to call up a player. Call up a player, add him to the 40-man roster, and by all means, do it. But be logical about it. Don't be emotional. Ben Leeper is struggling. It's not a problem. It's absolutely not a problem. You know why it's not a problem? Because he's not on the 40-man roster. Burl Caraway had a rough night tonight. It's not a problem. You know why? Because he's not on the 40-man roster. When you have players who are in the minor leagues who are trying to figure it out, who haven't put it all together yet, who aren't ready for the Major League Baseball yet, if they're struggling, eh, it's fine. Yeah, you'd rather they'd be doing better. You'd rather be them be throwing strikes, stuff on the edges with nasty filth movement. That's what you'd prefer, but that's not what you're getting. That's not what you're getting. Players do well, and then they slump. And then they do well, and then they do kind of well, and then they slump. That's the way baseball goes. And then once in a while, they get hurt. Teams have 40 roster spots on their 40-man roster. Knowledge of who makes sense for the 40-man roster, right stinking now, is an important part of upgrading the pipeline. Misplaying that is a good way to screw up the pipeline. Usually, 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 as a day, as a game, as a week progresses, there's really not a whole lot of stuff that has to be done. Yeah, it just keeps sending out the same guys. Three or four days ago, people are saying, oh, Frank Schwindel, he's going to be a complete, he's going to be horrible, he's going to be okay tonight. That doesn't mean he's going to be all right forever, but if you start getting passive aggressive about, oh, well, yeah, that Frank Schwindel, he's doing real well. It, it, as soon as he turns around and starts doing well, start making toaster pops in the shower. Baseball is harder than being passive-aggressive online. Baseball at the major league level is actually really kind of hard to do unless you're really good at it. Whereas being snarky, you can be really good at being snarky even if you're an idiot. Realize why it's important to not overreact regarding players in regards to calling them up. 40-man roster spots are valuable and losing players at surrender value is not optimal. Usually, 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 it makes sense to give a player five or six weeks at a level before you start to jump to conclusions. Give them a while. Let them make mistakes. Let them have a good game. Let them have a bad game. And see how it all plays out. Realize there will be hot streaks. There will be slumps. And don't overreach regarding either one. Major League Baseball is a lot harder to play 
than it is to talk about like you really know what you're talking about, even when you don't. Thanks for stopping by.